Welcome to We Digress with Joy and Jess. Join hosts and longtime friends Joy Simpson and Jess Perry as they tackle the stuff of life the only way they know how, with honesty, faith, and humor. This is We Digress with Joy and Jess. Hey, everyone. Welcome to We Digress with Joy and Jess. I am Jess. That would make me joy. <laughs> I, you know, the one time I look into the camera and I don't see what shenanigans you're doing. Oh, because the countdown. So, guys, we have a countdown that leads us into, you know, in our, right. our little podcast studio, right? And so we did the countdown and I was like counting. I had like the Janet Jackson five, four, three, two, one. And then my silly self says, blast off before. <laughs> and I, I, I cracked myself up, which often happens because nobody really thinks I'm funny, but I think I'm funny sometimes. So there's that. You know, it's good to have at least somebody that you can, you know, <laughs> know is going to be thinking you're funny. I heard a statistic that says when, when that the top thing that guys and girls both want in the other person is a sense of humor. But when um, um guys mean sense of or when girls mean sense of humor they mean someone who is like funny and tells good jokes Mm -hmm. when guys say they want a girl with a sense of humor they mean they want a girl that laughs at their jokes (laughs) i never knew that that's funny well i laugh at all of my jokes because i think i'm funny i'm like that person that always like likes to read the (laughs) random corny joke on the popsicle stick or the laffy taffy wrapper or like (laughs) and they always tickle me i am I, I I love comedy. I like to laugh. I enjoy stand up because I think it's funny. Depending yep. on who it is, I can't handle too much cussing in certain people. Like I I can't Same. do it. But Same. But most stand up, I think, is quite hilarious. So mm-hmm. anyway, well, that was fun. <laughs> we digressed you know, a little earlier today, and that's how we do. <laughs> yeah, um, it is freakishly cold here. Like oh, overnight. I'm so sorry. It became winter, like someone blinked and it was winter. It was 80 last week, Mm, and the high today will mm -hmm. be 50. See, okay, so we were in the 50s, lower 60s here for like a week and earlier this week. And then yesterday was in like the mid 70s, but it felt like it was in the 80s for like most of the day. Mm -hmm. But the wind has been like, there's been a wind monster going on. Oh gosh! In the Los Angeles or Southern California area, that has been kicking everybody's butt. Like the allergies have been crazy. I've had so many kids out this week sick, which I'm glad they didn't come to school because <laughs> yeah, you know, um, it's the last week of school before Thanksgiving break for us. So, but this will not air around Thanksgiving. But yeah, right. so it, I have I've had consistently. I had a little girl. On Monday, say to my assistant, Miss Frankie, Oh, I have COVID. One of my kindergartners, right? And Miss Frankie wrote me a note and brought it to my desk. Mind you, we, we work in the same classroom. I don't know why she wrote me a note, but she wrote me a note. So she wrote me a note, and this little girl says she has COVID. So she takes all the kids to the bathroom. I whip out my Lysol because we don't have to wear our mask every day. We wear them, you know, it's comfortable, but we've been wearing them lately because so many kids have been sick. And yeah. so we already had our mask on or whatever, but I whipped out my Lysol on my desk. I Lysol that child's table down so hard, like her table, her chair, the classroom, 
all the desk, anything she touched, the bookshelf. I, I like saw everything when she took him to the bathroom. So then when the little girl's mom picked her up, she was like, we, you know, we told her what the kid said or whatever. And she was like, oh no, it's not COVID. But this kid has not been back to school the rest of the week. And <laughs> so <laughs> good times, good times. And uh, all of our kids are going. So it was also parent-teacher conference week this week. So all of our kids are going home. They have a, a wonderful prize of taking a at-home COVID test home to take before they come back to school because most people are going to be around their families and a lot of people during the holidays. And it's cold. At this point, it's not just testing for COVID. I think people are just wanting to make sure like they, like, it's cold and flu season. It's pneumonia. It's mm-hmm. it's COVID. It's all these things. Flus right? are real so, bad this year. They're really bad this year. I'm just praying for God's protection because I don't need to get it. Um, but they're sending all the kids home with COVID tests to take before they come back to school just to make sure that everybody's safe when they come back because they'll be out for a whole week. Yeah. And so it's just, it's the LA Unified thing. It's not just like our school, like the LA Unified school district is doing it. I don't know any other school districts that's doing it, but we are. But I just thought it was funny because this kid is like, yeah, I have COVID. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. Wow, and I, I mean, out sick yeah. at John's work, and mm-hmm. um, it's going around. There's a couple couple people that have been sick, but no one that mm-hmm. we. Well, John's dad is really sick right now. We don't really? even know where he picked it up. Yeah, he's like, yeah, wow, um, yeah, he got something. He's not feeling good. It's not COVID. He's tested negative on COVID, so that's good. Mm. But that's um, good. But wow. It's, I mean, yeah. it's the time of year. It's, it's the, the getting, you know, we're in the winter months coming in and we, you know, I know people don't believe in global warming, but things have shifted in the atmospheric mm-hmm. um, nature of the world. And so that causes weather to shift in different ways than it normally is. It's getting cooler a little earlier. It's staying hotter a little later in some areas. It's, you know, weather that you don't normally see in Southern California, you're seeing in Southern California and whether you don't see in other places, you're seeing it there. And, and so we just have to do our best at being, you know, protecting ourselves, making sure that we are doing, taking our vitamins, C, D, E, F, G, all of the things, right? Right. If you can handle, handle ginger shots, do it. Um, I, I swear by them. We, my mom really? and I, we've been taking immunity shots for the last like couple weeks. They sometimes, uh, will get a bunch of individual ones, but lately they've been coming in a box of four and I'll just grab some and we'll take some shots. And most of pretty much all immunity shots have ginger and turmeric in them. Pretty much the one we've been taking this week is elderberry, turmeric, and a little bit of ginger. Now, see, I um, love elderberry. Yeah, it's a nice little combination. It miles out the ginger a little bit because ginger can be very aggressive. (laughs) Ginger can be very aggressive. But um, doing all those things, you know, emergency, just try to take care of yourself. And most people don't realize it, but drinking water. I'm keep drinking water constantly all day. You know, I was reading something that was funny, like um, a vocal coach the other day was like the best thing for your voice. Of course, you can do cough drops. Of course, you can do teas. But along with the teas, you really need to drink a lot of water. Now, if water is not your thing and you need lemon to like drink it, then put some lemon in your water mm-hmm. and literally drink water all day long. And because I have been struggling with my voice all this week, I really have been upping my water. Like I drink water anyway. 
but I have been upping my water because I'm like, I need to stay hydrated because that's what helps your voice. And right. So, yeah. But it also I mean, helps with, you know, combat Canada sickness dry. too. No. Well, I believe in Canada Dry too, but I drink Canada Dry for ginger so many it. things. It does. But you know what's funny? The ginger bold, I didn't like it at first, but I think they changed the recipe because the ginger ale bold has a little more kick of the ginger in it. So if you, if, especially if you're having stomach problems, try and find the ginger ale bold. It actually helps a lot. Mm, I do love ginger ale. We've gotten on a real big ginger ale kick out here. Like just, I don't know. I picked it up one day cause it was on sale and then we've just <laughs> been doing it, like drinking it a lot. Um, That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just super random. We drink and a lot of sparkling water. So ginger ale is pretty much the only soda that's in our house mm-hmm. other than because we drink a lot of sparkling water and regular water because just the sugar content, like yeah. after a while, like, you know, not, I mean, and ginger ale does have a lot of sugar, but I generally only save that for when I have tummy problems, but right. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is like, not all ginger ale has real ginger in it. So that is true. Like Fever um, Tree from Target. Shrubs is not. Fever Tree does. Verner's does, if you can find Verner's. Verner's, I actually would like, I usually like Verner's actually over ginger ale, like Canada Dry can mm-hmm. ginger ale. But Fever Tree, you can get it at Costco and um, Target. I don't know if they have it at Walmart, but it's also a ginger ale. It's usually mm-hmm. a four-pack. They're glass bottles, but they have really nice, strong ginger content. Uh, in it and ginger beer most ginger beers are good for you too like you know yeah. um ginger beers i should just for everybody who knows if you never had a ginger beer it is non-alcoholic it is <laughs> it is um it is like a root beer except it's made with ginger and so right. it's that same kind of concept so right um, but nice so and a little spicy. sweeter than yeah those definitely have a kick to them you would, uh, back in the day you can really only find them at like jamaican restaurants but now they sell them in like stores and stuff now so, you know, the brand reads. Yeah. Okay. So the brand reads ginger beer. Um, my dad worked with the guy who started that. Really? That, sort of. They worked for the same company around the same time. And I think they overlapped a little bit because, so my dad worked for one and hundred dentist, not sponsored, definitely not sponsored. We don't, I don't care for them. Um, <laughs> he worked for them back in the day. Um, and, um, this guy that developed reads ginger beer also at the same time happened to work for one and hundred dentist oh, wow. and actually quit because the ginger beer had taken off taken off and so the first time i ever had ginger beer i was probably 12 when my dad worked Mm. there maybe 11 12 something like that and um we were at a company picnic and my dad was like try this and i was like yeah i love it 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 gets you all in the nasal area and the throat i don't know if you guys can tell by listening but like because it's gotten so cold here Yesterday, I woke up with crazy post-nasal drip and kind of a, an annoyed throat. And we've been going 100 miles an hour out here anyways because yeah. we're trying to – we move as of recording this. We're moving into the house tomorrow. We have the movers coming. But we've had to get our bedroom painted and our mm-hmm. bathroom painted and, like, just a ton of stuff going. They've been going Last at 100 weekend, miles an hour. Oh, when I tell you I am exhausted, like, I am so excited. We're recording this the week before Thanksgiving. I have Wednesday off. We have Wednesday <laughs> off and Thursday and Friday. And I'm like, thank the Lord. So um, just super excited that that is yeah. like we're getting, I mean, it's going to be a nightmare to try to get moved in. 
but you're going to get moved in. And that's what's exciting. That's, that's the part that's really like, yay. But like, so I'm already sin- like kind of sinusy because the weather like went from hot to cold like that. And then my sinuses are like, but, um, and then I'm, but I'm down in the floor. Oh, just even doing this hurts. Cause I was down on the floor last night. Um, sanding baseboards so we oh can my gosh the walls and then now we're sanding baseboards that's the last thing we have to do tonight we have to do baseboards and and oh my gosh trim that we messed up so we've got to go back Listen, in adulting fix. is hard you know like i don't and know why we wanted to, to grow up so much and like this is just <laughs> i so, tell all my students like you guys have so much time to be adults like just right? wait we just like, had this conversation last week <laughs> just yeah wait. It's seriously, crazy. but yeah, but this isn't what, what we're talking about today, guys, no, but here we are. <laughs> I'm just happy that we're going to be in before Thanksgiving and Christmas. I know that's going to be wonderful. Nice. And I, I'm, I'm counting like it's only, it's three weeks when we're recording this. It's three weeks to my birthday and three weeks, four weeks. Five you weeks joined the club in three weeks. How exciting is that? So, <laughs> so exciting. Look at this, my excited face. There's two kinds of people. Joy, who's like, I'm doing myself this amazing birthday party for my 40th birthday, and we're gonna have all this stuff. We're gonna do this, and there's me who's like, (laughs) I think I get that from my mom. She's always been one of those people who's like, it doesn't matter how old you get, it's how old you feel, all that kind of stuff. So I've always tried to be really positive about turning you know, getting older. I mean, 30, I kind of struggled a little bit. 40, Mm -hmm. I did only because there was a lot going on, but not because I was turning 40. There was just other things. There were like a lot. We were trying to get the book done. It was like a lot going on. I mean, there are moments where I look back and I'm like, dang, like I still don't have, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have like the things I, certain things I wanted, like husband, kids, house, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I think I just make a decision, decision, though I can't talk guys, a decision to just embrace life and be like, right. all right, like this year I'll be 41 next, not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. So in two weeks, so it's like, wow, like that came fast. And this year's yeah. been a little, this year's been a little rough. This year's been rough. <laughs> yeah. 40 has had a lot happening, good stuff and not so great. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah, been completely it? all bad, but there's been a lot of grief. There's been a lot of family things. There's been a lot of those kind of things going on. And so, um, it's just, I think it's just a decision to be like, yeah. And I get it from my mom. Like my mom <laughs> just turned 65 on October 20th and she's like, acts younger than I am. So like, yeah. I, I just, I think I just I, I must get it from my mom. Like I'll be like, "Yay, birthday!" Like, and it's so funny because I a friend of mine like texted me the other day. She's like, "Are you excited about your birthday?" I was like, "Girl, I hadn't even paid attention that my birthday was coming this year because I've had literally so much stuff going on, and I am always like." birthday time like that's literally me all the time like it's my birthday like right 29 days from now 21 five like i'm i'm that person unfortunately i'm sorry for my friends no but that's just how i you know i've always been like that i'm like super so now i'm kind of getting excited as things have kind of calmed down just a little bit but um yeah uh, yeah, there are two types of people. There's like, yay, 40. And then there's like, I'm 40. <laughs> I'm and, so funny, like, and people get shocked that I'm 40. Like, well, yeah, you like, don't look, 
you don't remember. Neither do you, though. I'm looking at it more these days because I have not been able to get in to see my hairstylist. Oh, in, like, my gosh. Which, there's- imagine, I was in high school. High school. We all salt and pepper hair, and I could not dye my hair back then. I looked like an old lady at 16 because I don't know what happened when I got to college. It started reversing. But when I first met you, my hair all through the middle was completely gray. And just a lot of people didn't know that. (laughs) Well, you know, I started going gray at 18. I I got my first gray hairs at 18. Um. And in the last couple of years, like when COVID hit and we were all locked down and stuff, I really saw how gray I was. And then that was, I was like, that was stress. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what it really is. It's interesting because, um, I, I have this stuff that I've been taking that has selenium and magnesium mm-hmm. in it. And it's been very helpful for like growing, regrowing some of the color back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, cause it's, it's apparently a copper deficiency is why you start to go gray. Mm, like you have a really? copper deficiency. And, so, and it may not necessarily be a copper deficiency, but it's like copper and selenium helps absorb the copper. It's like one of those, you need like those two things. Never known so, that. Um, a lot of people will eat desiccated oysters. They take desiccated oyster shell and it goes into a powder form. And then you take it as like a pill, I guess. That's what I've heard. And it's supposed to be good for your that hair. I don't know. I have not tried interesting. it. <laughs> yeah, I have not I have not tried that. But I'm half tempted to just because the girl I I found a stylist out here that I like. She's really good. Mm-hmm. But I the last time I had an appointment with her, she had to cancel on me because her daughter was sick. Totally fine, no problem. Understand. You can't help that. Like, no problem. Right. And I went to make my follow up a, a follow up appointment, her schedule had changed and she was no longer working on Fridays, which is my day to do things. It's my day off. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the only time that I get to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and now I'm like, I had to make an appointment and the, this was, I tried to make an appointment seven weeks ago. I remember when that happened. And I was yeah. already almost due and my appointment is not till next Saturday. So mm. I'm like, I might have to find another stylist because if she's only got one day a week, you know, and everybody's going to want that day because we work, you know, the, the salons only open 10 to five. So it's like, that's prime me working hours. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm like, I'll at least have Listen, my hair be nice for my birthday. <laughs> It'll be good. And then I can yes. figure it out from there. Absolutely. But, and I, know, I mean, I know John yeah, has something. This, my hair was not supposed to be this dark. So I totally yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> it looks good though. Thanks. I'm just, you know, know. I'm the, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I'm just going to rock it until I can change it, but it doesn't, doesn't feel like me. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's more burgundy than it is purple and it's supposed to be purple, blue and green, but, um, like oil slick or bright more medium, like not as vibrant as I normally do in like the summertime, but not as dark as right now. Like it makes any sense. So (laughs) it is what it is, you know, I'm, you know, I've gotten compliments on it, but I'm just like, but the crazy thing is underneath this darkness, it's super blonde because <laughs> she had to dye my hair blonde to get the color to come out. But anyway, that's another story for another day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's, it's hard. Like I'm trying to figure out what to do. Cause I'm like, I'd like to, I was spoiled. Gray blend. Honestly. But- I mean, Jamaica did my hair for until she moved yeah. to Texas. I mean, even in the beginning stages of her kidney disease, she was still working. She can't work now, but it, she wasn't doing a lot of people. She would do like me, my mom, her mom, that kind of thing. 
And so then I was spoiled because I didn't really have to tell her what to do. She just kind of like, I know this sounds so weird, but when you go to a hairstylist, who's also a Christian who like truly like believes in like the care and the Holy spirit, I, I lie to you not. She just always knew what you needed. I just same. I mean, my mom would say the same thing. Like she did my mom's hair too. Like she just knew. I would be like, oh, I want to do color. And I wasn't exactly sure. She would figure out the blends and colors. She would figure out what style I was going to have that week. Or unless it was something I really wanted specifically, I would tell her. So I was spoiled. Yeah. And the person who does my hair now, she's really good. She believes in the health of the hair. We do really good deep conditions. We do all of that. She uses, as she likes to tell me, high-end products because she takes pride in that. But she she has not... She got my hair color right the first time she ever did it. And that was like three years ago. And ever since we've been having issues And the last major color we did is the reason my hair is still growing out because the color broke the hair out and she's blaming a whole bunch of other things. But that's again, another story for another day. So I was just spoiled. Honestly, I was yeah. spoiled. I had, I've always had, you know, and I, and I, I I wasn't trying to make her feel bad, but I'm like, color, and I tell people this, is funny, but it's true. It's my tattoo. It's my thing. It's yeah. something that color means a lot to me. I know it's not like a big deal to other people, but mm-hmm. having like purple and blues and greens and being different because of my personality. And I would have never, now years ago, you would have never thought that I was the person that would want blue hair and purple hair and green hair and red hair and all that. Right. I was people like when i first started dyeing my hair all these colors people were like joy like really right but and i including myself because the first time we did it i was like oh what did i do you know but then it kind of became my thing and my signature and so not to have that not saying that my confidence depends on it or anything like that but i don't always feel like me when i'm not like you know rocking the colors yeah, it's just, it's a thing for me. And, yeah. you know, she's like, I know that and, you know, all that. But anyway, again, another story for another day. But <laughs> it is what it is. It is. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, figure it out. But we were supposed to be I, talking I about feel Christmas. bad. Right. I'm like, I feel bad. Like, we haven't gotten into the, <laughs> what we're talking up. about. But we've it's just been a- catching up. It's been yeah. like, like we said, there's been so much going on. And, um, we kind of made a decision to make things this really light today. Mainly, you know, the last few episodes, if you guys have been watching, we're a little heavy, but also life has just had, you know, not saying that we're not okay, not saying that, you know, we, you know, our faith is struggling or anything like that. It's just, it's been so many things happening and we've both been dealing with so many things individually. And then together we're trying to build some stuff that we need time to actually sit and do it. So I know for me, I've been like in my mind, like, okay, you're getting this done, but we got to get this done because we're going to need to do this by this. And, you know, so it's just, I mean, we talk every day, but this is like catching y'all up on what's been going on. (laughs) Right. But, and we will talk about, I mean, this is airing near Christmas and the holiday season. I am a huge lover of the holidays you know i believe in jesus but i also love christmas magic you know what i'm saying like it's just it's something about the holidays and it's a line in the kids script that i wrote that says um one of the kids was like i wish it was like this all year long and one of the other kids says no i mean i get what you mean but i think if we had this all year long it would lose its magic and that's just kind of like it's just something about the lights and the people and 
And I always say, I know people, we should be giving and do charity all year long. I totally agree with that. And I believe you should, but it's that sense of community that just happens all around the world during the holidays. It's the sense of wanting to make sure people in need have what they need or the extra volunteering, the the extra food that goes out to the homeless, the extra, you know, again, we should be doing these things all year long. And there's a lot of people, including my, my church, we do it all year long. We don't just do it for the holidays, but it's just, I don't know. I love Christmas. And so, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and I think I'm the cheesy Christmas our, girl, right? Because our birthdays <laughs> are so close to Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving. Like, you know, our birthdays are only what, like a week and a a, a week away apart, you <laughs> yeah. know? And, um, and we're, but it's like, you know, you're right in the thick of Thanksgiving and you're right in the thick of Christmas. True. And, you know, for me being the December baby, like my birthday hasn't, my, my folks always did a really good job usually of trying to like keep my birthday separate from Christmas. Christmas. Um, yeah. There was one year where they didn't, where <laughs> they, and it wasn't their fault. There wasn't really anything you could do. When I was a kid, the year I turned eight, my golden birthday, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we did, our church did a thing. We partnered up with three other churches and we did a um, giant choir mm-hmm. for Handel's Young Messiah. So just the Christmas part of Messiah. And it was oh, kind wow, of okay. a redo, like a modernization of the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this was in the 90s. So what was modern, you know, it was kind of like a rock version of Young okay. Um, And the performance, we did performances at each of the churches. And then the mm-hmm. performance that was at our church was actually on my birthday proper. My birthday happened to be on a Sunday. Mm. So Sunday night. So aside from that birthday, which I'm still a little salty about, um, spent at the Sizzler in La Mirada, <laughs> rest in peace, Sizzler. Um, wow. Yeah. So, but like, aside from that, my folks always did a really good job of yeah. trying to keep birthday separate and we had a lot going on because my grandpa his birthday was december 17th my grandma's Mm. birthday was december 29th so like Mm. we had jesus's birthday was december 25th so like we had a lot (laughs) you know a lot of special music christmas eve services you know whatever special stuff so it's been really weird for me the last two years to Mm -hmm. not have anything to do christmas eve because yeah. I left separated, however you want to put it, from my church December yeah. 6th of 2020. Oh. <clears throat> so I didn't do Christmas that year. And it was the weirdest thing. And then last year, we did a, we went to church with my mom and dad. But they were – it. we were there for 15 minutes. It's a long story. But I remember you telling me that. And I was like, yeah. huh? <laughs> but, so this year, it'll be interesting because um, Christmas is on a Sunday. So mm-hmm. lots of churches doing different things. We're actually pre-recording at our church. So mm-hmm. I have to okay. go record um, for, we're, we're doing a pre-record. I'm pretty sure we're not doing pre-records. That would be awesome, but <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure we're not. I'm pretty sure we'll probably have like a shortened service yeah. um, for Christmas this year. I actually don't know. I have to talk to my mother who's like the executive assistant pastor person yeah but she may not know either because sometimes she find out like the week of he'll text her and be like oh yeah by the way did i tell you we're gonna do xyz gotta love pastors anyway um so (laughs) yeah but i believe we're probably going to i haven't done a christmas production for for our church since 2019 so it is kind of weird though i am okay because i've been so busy with my kids show 
um, I've been helping a women's choir at another church yeah, for the last few right weeks. Now. And then trying to make travel plans to go do some things, especially going to see my father. And so who has now told me he does not want us to come until he's home from the rehab. So that's going to be a few weeks. So he'll probably be home around his birthday, which is December the 14th. And my grandmother, rest her soul, would be December 16th, which is when I would be there. And so he's like, oh, you'll be there on mom's birthday or whatever. So backtrack real quick. Sorry, guys. I'm like, my dad will be out of the situation at home. Um, a few weeks ago, my father was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. I know this is supposed to be a light episode. I'm so sorry, but I had to give a little backstory. Yeah. Um, he was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. This has been a battle that's been happening for, though we just got the diagnosis a couple of weeks ago. It's been, he's been in and out of the ER, urgent care and sick since beginning of September because mm -hmm. I was last in Arizona. I had preached out there August 28th and 29th. And so when I came home, I came home on the 30th, two days later, he was pretty sick. Um, and so this has been going on back and forth. So we finally have a diagnosis. It is a uh, stage four colon cancer. And right now he is in a rehab facility because he has to get strong enough to go home so he has to do physical therapy occupational therapy because he was in the hospital for like a month and um you know that your body yeah, your, your body, body, your body atrophies. atrophies and things like that so um they we are praying that he is home by then, his you know his birthday he won't be home for thanksgiving which i know that's going to be hard for him but my stepmom and my stepsibs are going to go visit and all of that so Keep my dad in your prayers, guys. The name is uh, Pastor Robbie Simpson. If you um, are listening or watching, um, we have been bombarding heaven on his behalf because Amen. we just stage four, though a scary number, God is still able, you know? And yeah, so absolutely. that's, that's where, that's yeah. where we've been. <laughs> that's one of the other things along with work and my yep. actual work, Jessica's actual job, our stuff together, her house stuff, my dad, it's just been a lot happening. So, um, I mean, I have literally been on standby to get to Arizona like every single weekend. And so it's been, yeah, it's been a little stressful. <laughs> it's yeah. been a little stressful. So, yeah, you know, with that being they, said, <laughs> that's the, that's the thing I think that's hard about Christmas and holidays. Like there's so much going on. Yeah. And there always seems to be something that kind of jumps out and is extra and that you got to deal with and, and kind of that turmoil of right, family right. and getting everything done and it's super busy and, you know, it, it can be hard to, um, that's how, how cliche can you make it? It can be hard to keep the reason for the season forefront of your mind, but it's true. I mean, you're I mean, right. You're you right. Yeah. Get programmed like with so many things to do, like we've got, I, you know, and it's all it last minute stuff and, you know, all this stuff. Like, oh, can you do this? Oh, can you do this? Oh, let's make this. Right, and all this happen. Right. And it's like, right. I don't have the bandwidth for this because life is still lifing. You know, we're still dealing right. with all of the normal right. stuff. And then we're putting glitter and a bow on it and be like, it's Christmas. And <laughs> like, craft it is, of I, I'm like, I had a glimpse of the holidays yesterday because we had our Thanksgiving potluck oh, at yeah. work we did our big thanksgiving feast and we hadn't done it since 2020 and oh when i tell you this 
I was so exhausted. My knee is angry with me because I stood up a little longer than I needed to. My kids performed and then we serve, the staff serves all the parents and kids and families. Mm -hmm. So it was like, how did your potatoes come out? They, they came out. Okay. So guys, (laughs) we were going to talk about thinking about about crazy holiday stories. So, okay. So I do cooking class with my students and we weren't doing cooking class this month because of the potluck. So all the kids were like, Miss Joy, can you please cook something? So I'm making, I did, it was like, I'm going to do something really quick and easy. I did some roasted potatoes with some beef sausage, some kielbasa. So I'm seasoning things, cutting things, chopping things, doing all the stuff. I also help take care of my grandmother in the mornings before I go to work. I got so frazzled by trying to help her do something and I picked up the wrong seasoning because the onion powder and the cinnamon are in the same color container Mm -hmm. and I accidentally put a little bit of cinnamon in my roasted potatoes as I was seasoning it and there was nothing I could do to get it out other than to add more of the seasoning that I put so I had Old Bay onion powder, seasoning salt, black pepper, and a little bit of white pepper. And I just kept like, oh, and garlic. And I just kept like fresh garlic. So I just kept mixing it until I could not taste cinnamon. Now in the oven, I got scared because I could smell the cinnamon. But as I was tasting, you didn't taste any cinnamon. Thank God, because I was stressed (laughs) out. That has never happen to me like ever i am very intentional about the way i season food do you guys understand like i was so I frustrated you, with myself pumpkin spice potatoes and she seemed un- <laughs> unhappy about that i text my mom she's like oh no i'm so sorry i was like oh my god i put cinnamon in the potatoes well, you know it's so funny so cinnamon in Middle Eastern food, we put it in like, yes. everything. We put it in chicken, I know. we put it in meat, we put it in the whole nine yards. And um, one time, do you remember this? We took Jen out to Marrakesh for her 21st birthday. Do you yes. remember that? And I do. they served a, they served a, and this is when her birthday's in September. So it was like not Christmas related, but it had cinnamon. And that's what we think of it. So they served this dish and it was awesome. It was a ground beef and I think scrambled eggs if i recall i remember this uh-huh and it was in like a phyllo pastry dough with cinnamon sugar on top of it and we got it at the table and we were like what what is this what shenanigans <laughs> is this and i was like all right i'm gonna try it because i'm like i feel like i'm the closest to this people group like geographically mm-hmm. so oh maybe not i don't know anyways so I try it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It was seriously so good. I don't think you guys liked it, but I went nuts for it. I don't well, remember. you know, I hate eggs. So I've That's never, true. so yeah. I was like, mm, no, you but I'm, I, we loved Marrakesh though. And I, I love so Mediterranean food and Greek food. Yeah. I love all of it. But see the thing you guys, when in Mediterranean food, they balance it. And sometimes you don't taste the cinnamon. It's right, just certain it's flavor enough. profiles that go together and, Obey and cinnamon do not. You know what I'm saying? So I was <laughs> trying them to go obey cinnamon. Something. I'm so glad that it didn't taste like cinnamon and people actually liked it. Like the the pan was gone, but I was just like, 
I was trying to make the easiest thing I could make and I messed up and put cinnamon in it. But that's not as bad as when my uncle blew up the fried turkey. So, All right. you know. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to know about an exploding turkey. So for like Thanksgiving and Christmas every year, every year for like a, several years, my uncles were like the twins were like obsessed with frying turkeys because remember the frying turkeys got like I super popular. When that started, I think. Yes, yes, yes. Because I was still in college when this started yeah, happening. Yeah. So we're at Uncle Larry's house actually this year, and they put the turkey fryer in the garage. That was no, no, number one. Number one okay. cause of house fires. So we're like, giving people. we're in the house making sides. They're like, yeah, we're going to. So him and my uncle together, they drop the turkey in the fire because she has to get to a certain level. The oil has to get, you know, it's a lot of oil you got to use to fry a turkey, right? Yeah. The next thing we know, we hear boom in the garage, right? <laughs> and my uncle goes, Oh no. And the other uncle goes, Oh, F. <laughs> we all run out the house. My mom's like, What happened? And there's like oil everywhere. There's exploded turkey parts. <laughs> there's like <laughs> some scorchness going on in the garage. Like it was just like. That thing was on fire though, right? Not really. Something. <laughs> she has to like be like, not really. I don't. I mean, we're just going to say scorched, okay? There were some things that were scorched. Um, oh Kelly, yeah. who's like an aunt to me, but she was my uncle's roommate for like, I swear, 30 years. Yeah. And um, she's like fussing. She's my aunt Rebecca, I think, was pregnant with Elijah at the time. And she was like, what are you guys going to freaking do? The turkey, we don't have a turkey day for Christmas. We ended up giving pretty much all of our sides to the homeless because we had a few sides, actually. And I think we had like El Pollo Loco or like KFC or something random like that for Christmas. Like we're literally scrounging around because there's nothing in the store. Stores are closed. There's nothing to get. I think Dollar Tree might have been open, but like really. And I I don't remember what all we did, but it was, we still had our desserts, but, um, (laughs) and the thing is, it wasn't like, cause you know, my family, we cook like a A buffet yeah like it's we're feeding a thousand people for christmas well to be fair i mean at the time but now y'all do have a thousand (laughs) people in your family yeah and we still cook too much food like (laughs) we we make food like we're feeding literally the u.s army like we are making food like i remember the first time so everybody has talked to heard about us talking about my sister jen jen masio aka used to be jen leversedge her maiden name we are not blood related, but she's been in my family since, well, 2000 college, second yeah. year of college. Um, I brought her home one Thanksgiving cause she wasn't going to go home and she was just going to stay in the dorms. And I was like, well, you can come to our house. We're, we're in yeah. Orange County. We're at my uncle Larry's house. And I remember her calling her mom because we had so much food. We had turkey, we had ham, we had shrimp, we had green beans, we had greens, we had, uh, sweet potatoes, we had, rolls we had mac and cheese we had all these things right the list goes on and on and on plus that's not even the dessert we have sweet potato pie we have chocolate cake we have 
we have a dessert table. We don't just have dessert. We have dessert tables for our, our Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? So she calls her mom and she goes, she goes, Amma, which is in Korean mom. And she goes, Amma, oh my God, they had this, 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 and this. And she, I'm like, why? I didn't think it was anything yeah. special because this is what I've known my whole life, right? Right. I didn't know that people didn't do this for Thanksgiving and Christmas until like, she goes, no, we used to have like, we've, we have the basics. We have a turkey. We have mashed potatoes. We'll have a sweet potato casserole, maybe, and some green bean casserole. And I was like, that's it? Like, that's all you have? Like, no. And she's like, usually in a pumpkin pie. I was like, huh? Like, I was so confused because. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> this is not my story. <laughs> do y'all do um, um, sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie or both? First of all, even the white people in my family don't like pumpkin pie. So it's sweet potato pie all day. <laughs> It's to the point to where the kids are disappointed if we don't have sweet potato pie. That's like the blackest thing my cousins like. Like they were just like, did Momo not order a sweet potato? And then they got spoiled because she had started. My mom and my grandmother started ordering them all like mini individual pies. Ooh. So then they all had their own like pie. And then like one year, the lady was that we get the pies from because we don't make our sweet potato pies. We get them from like this like grandma black lady who has a bakery in like the hood and she like makes like the best sweet potato pie, you know what I'm saying? Like so yeah. we get our pies from her and uh she wasn't doing minis that year and we walk in, we have this big sweet potato pie. I swear Micah and Jackson and Ava and Zoe were like, What in the where's the how come we don't have our own pie? Like it was <laughs> they're not okay. So we definitely do sweet potato pie. We usually are well and we'll also have if we don't have my peach dump cake, we'll have like a peach cobbler. There's usually some kind of lemon cake. Um, Zoe usually bakes um, some stuff. Um, Rebecca's mom, when she was living, she used to make a cherry pie because um, that was like her deal. Um, and even even Renee and Paul, I don't remember them. We've never had a pumpkin pie or anything. We've had cheesecake. We've had sweet potato cheesecake. We've had, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a place, shout out to Harriet's in Inglewood. I don't eat cheesecake, but she is a famous, famous cheesecake place in Inglewood, California, off of Centinella next to uh, Phillips Barbecue. Um, and she, she got popular. She was already a staple in like the LA area. But then Guy Fieri went there for Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives one time. And then it got one year, my Uncle Larry called. My mom was like, hey, have you heard of this Harriet's place? And she's like, yeah, it's next door to Phillips. Like, what are you talking about? We need the sweet potato cho uh, cheesecake. So my mom had to stand in like this long line and order the cheesecake. And then we had to get in another long line to pick up the cheesecake. So sometimes we'll have stuff like that. But it's, yeah, we never really have pumpkin. Like nobody really eats pumpkin in our in our family. And we're, mom, we're, we're, we're very international with the yes. families. We got Korean, we got, all we about have Caucasian, we have African American, we have Spanish, we have all the things happening at our house. <laughs> yeah. Like growing <clears throat> up, there were a couple of years where my mom made Syrian, like a Syrian dinner to go with Christmas, mm -hmm. but that's a lot. So we like choose, choose a, a struggle. So we choose Christmas, <laughs> but like, we so we do so we do sweet potatoes as a side. Do you okay. do sweet potatoes as a side and then as dessert or just dessert? No, we do both. Okay. Sometimes we don't always we don't always have well sweet potatoes or yams. Um, yeah. We don't always, but we but 
even still, we still have the sweet potato pie. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, yep, you've been to Ruth's Chris, right? Ruth's Chris. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you know their sweet potato side? I haven't had their sweet potato side. I only get the regular potatoes when I go there. Girl. Well, let me tell I've you. I've never had that there. You got to no, you gotta try it because it's ridiculous. <clears throat> so um, the sweet potato side is really very basic. It's like a, it's like a mashed sweet potato with a praline top. And it's, so it's like a real, it's dessert basically. Like I'm kind of half tempted this year to make There's it. There's no pie. way to me to make a sweet potato unless it's sweet potato. Cause you can make sweet potato fries savory, but if you're making a sweet potato side, it's always it going to taste sweet. like dessert to me. Like, I don't think you should put like barbecue seasoning in like a pureed sweet potato. Like I feel no. like that or chopped up, but sweet potato fries, I've had seasoning, like savory seasonings on it. Wonderful. Right, but, it's because it's crispy and it cha- changes the yeah, taste. Yeah, it, it changes the out. taste, but I, I think that's like the only way to do sweet potatoes, you know? Yeah. My grandma, my mom's mom, always, she's from West Virginia, so this is how she would always make <laughs> sweet potatoes. Sli- um, cook a sweet potato, slice it up, put it in a cast iron pan, mm-hmm. and then top each, like, make concentric circles or like a bunch of different circles with ring pineapple, like the rings of pineapple. Hmm. Put a maraschino cherry in the middle. Cover the whole thing with a mixture of brown sugar and cherry juice as like a syrup. And then put little mini marshmallows on top, stick it in the oven, bake it up. So that's what I had for years as sweet potato casserole. Interesting. See, and we don't do the marshmallow thing on the sweet potatoes. I know a lot of people do, but we don't do the marshmallow thing on ours. See, my mom is super traditional. She (laughs) has to have like really yeah and it's the same meal for christmas and thanksgiving like we do the same thing it's really funny See, and we don't like some some years we do themes like we'll do like one year for christmas we did like a creole christmas so everything was like cajun in the creole and southern um then um we've done like a like last year we did a charcuterie christmas so we did like i made like empanada charcuterie tray jen made like for real like professional charcuterie like it had like pepperoni and habanero jelly and pickles and olives and cheeses galore she did like two big trays it was beautiful um we did do my so every every thanksgiving and christmas we do have my aunt's ham because my aunt's ham is like the most as my kids would say bussing thing that you could ever taste in the world it's sweet but it's savory like it's really good like her ham is always usually gone a lot of times that's all jackson eats he eats ham and bread but then they all fight over my mom's mac and cheese and so, <laughs> and then not only do they fight over the mac and cheese, they fight over who's going to get the corners yeah. of the mac and cheese. Because that's where the and two crispy sides. Elijah will get like a big old like, <laughs> scooper and just rip the whole corner out. And like, it'll be this big. We're like, Elijah, save some mac and cheese for everybody else, please. But I mean, even my Aunt Kelly, she comes, literally comes to Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think, just for the mac and cheese. So I don't eat it, unfortunately. But um, everybody else loves it, and I've helped. I know how to make it. I've helped I'm her make you it. Send me that recipe. All of my life on the struggle bus <laughs> about mac and cheese, trying to find my favorite. Really, recipe. I'll 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 tell her. Um, she sent it to Weston because Weston. So Weston's my other cousin that lives in Colorado. Um, his dad was my uncle Larry, who passed away. So uncle, like Weston, one Thanksgiving was like, Aunt Candace, I need you to help me. He talks like his father. I need you to help me make this mac and cheese so one year she taught him in person how to make it here but then he moved back home to colorado and he forgot the recipe so she had to like email it to him and then my aunt kim who lives in alaska now 
Oh yeah. She and my uncle Sean, I think last year she was like, <laughs> can you email me your mac and cheese recipe? So yeah, like yeah, apparently my mom's mac and cheese is like world famous apparently. So it looks good. It smells good. I, I taste the noodles before I put the cheese in. I know how to make the sauce. I know how to make the, che- I know how to do the cheese. I know how to layer it. I know how to do all her things. I just don't eat it. <laughs> it's so funny. See, and it's probably, maybe it's better for me to not have your mom's mac and cheese recipe because <laughs> I love mac and cheese. Like if there was one meal that I could eat for the rest of my life, it would be macaroni and cheese. Like I <laughs> love it so much. So do you guys do baked mac and cheese? Cause ours is we usually most African-American families do baked mac and cheese. Yeah, I do. Now, I know a cheese, lot. Yeah. Some people do stovetop mac and cheese, which well, it just looks like to me, it just looks like a cheese pasta with breadcrumbs on top. It don't look like mac and cheese, but that's See, because that's not what I grew up with. There will, there will, there is always, 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 a place near and dear in my heart for craft mac and cheese, blue box mac and cheese. Everybody, I think, feels yes. that way. <laughs> like, I, the serving size is a joke. Give me that box, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. Um, as far as like, if I'm gonna make a, a real mac and cheese, though, it's it's mm-hmm. baked. And usually, what I'll do, what I've started to do, here's my little twist <clears> on <throat> mac and cheese. I add buffalo sauce to my macaroni, just a little bit, mm. not very much. So not mm. that you get any heat from it whatsoever, but you get a little bit of that kind of buttery, velvety texture mm-hmm. vibe. Um, just enough to kind of, it's like some people add in mustard and I do put in mustard powder in mine, but like, it's that same mm-hmm. kind of vibe with it. Right. Um, but yeah, I love mac and cheese. I'm trying to figure out what to do. So we, we move into our house for Thanksgiving. So I'm, I move into the house tomorrow. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is Thursday as we record this mm-hmm. and I'm hosting which reminds me, take the turkey out of the freezer. <laughs> oh gosh. Because uh, I've done that. Talk, do. about, talk about that. Like I please. didn't uh, pull it out. It said to take it out like two days ahead of time. And I took it out two days ahead of time and it was not okay. thawed. And so oh. then I've, I've screwed up a turkey that way. Um, so Ooh. as soon as we get finished here, I need to write myself a note to go take my turkey. <laughs> Listen, we, I mean, I think we've all been there with the frozen turkey before. Like we didn't take it out in time. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I, get, so like, I we, stopped we've buying all been frozen. There. Except this year so all I could get. We don't, last couple of years we've done like turkey pieces. Like we've done like turkey mm-hmm. wings and like some turkey legs instead of whole turkeys. But apparently I get a call yesterday. So I, I always house it for Thanksgiving is a little bit harder time for my uncle Leon because uncle Larry was the Thanksgiving King. And that was his holiday to host after uncle Leon started having kids. So, um, Christmas would always be uncle Leon and Rebecca's house because they had all the kids. It was easier for all of us to go there. Right. You know, bringing all the kids over. So it's still a little hard for him. So we've been figuring out Thanksgiving for the last few years. So usually the week of Thanksgiving for the first three or four days, my uncle and my aunt go take the kids to like Palm Springs or something like that, just to chill. And then they come back. So this year we're not doing Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. We're doing Thanksgiving on Friday Mm -hmm. because they don't come back till Friday morning this time. So my mom was like, well, you don't need to be all by yourself. So we're going to go out to eat on Thursday instead of cooking. And since we're going to cook on Friday. So that's our thing this year. And so I'll be with the dogs all next week. But my uncle tells me last night, 
oh, you're going to need to brine the turkey for me because <laughs> your cousin Micah, who's eating clean now because he's like a baseball bro and he like needs to eat clean and do all this stuff. And turkey is the best clean meat you could have, apparently. This is all Micah. He's 13, by the way, guys. He's... <laughs> And so my uncle's like, on Thursday night, I'm going to need you to brine the turkey so we can fry it on on Friday. I'm like, wait, we're frying a turkey again. And then I had like flashbacks of the turkey story that I just told you guys. And I was like, but we're going to fry it outside in the air and hopefully be very safe. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, if it's windy, they live in fire zone, man. They do. <laughs> they definitely do. That's gotta go on their front drive. I mean, it's no problem in roasting it after, and it's like, who knows? It's we'll see what happens. But we're having a turkey because Micah wants a turkey. Because the last couple of years we've been like, eh, turkey. You know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We were having the turkey versus ham debate for holiday meals on um, Teams chat with at work yesterday. <laughs> and there are some people that are, we have we've never been a big ham family. Mm, like even okay. for Easter and stuff, like we'll we we'll get like a honey bake ham at Christmas. That's about the only time we'll get one. Mm-hmm. Like my parents always used to host a Christmas party with like all of our extended mm-hmm. family and friends, and mm-hmm. um and they we would get a honey baked ham for that. But like for just our family, we almost mm-hmm. never had one. Really? Okay. So we've always had it, and it's funny because after a while, my grandfather stopped eating pork. And we would still have turkey and he would, I mean, ham and he would be like, well, I don't know why you guys keep eating all this devilish poke. That's how he used to say it. He was from Louisiana. <laughs> and this devilish poke is what he used to say. And I remember that like crazy. And I'm like, ham is good, Papa. Like what is it? All right. It's going to get you. <laughs> but we still have ham every year. That's funny. He would sneak bacon on occasion, but most times he would eat like beef sausage. He wouldn't eat pork sausage. I did. I don't think he ever tried beef bacon because I know that that exists. He would sometimes do turkey. But yeah, we've always we've always had a ham at both holidays. I don't I don't know where that came from. We always have some form of a shrimp dish, whether it's a jambalaya, shrimp scampi. I made so, shrimp and bananas last year. I made shrimp and bananas and taco empanadas last year Ooh. and uh, something else. I don't know. We always have stuff, skewers. We, I mean, then there's always some kind of beef, whether it's a tri-tip, a tomahawk. I think last year, year before we did tomahawk steaks as our beef option. <laughs> See, so. what we have started doing for Christmas is doing, John has started doing a, um, um, Oh, I can't think of what it's called. Prime rib. He's been doing a prime mm-hmm. rib. Mm-hmm. Um, and he makes a that's traditional in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. His dad did a, does a prime rib, and so he when we got married, that was d- totally different for us because mm-hmm. we never did, and we always did turkey for both. And so the Perrys did a prime rib, and so we've started doing a prime rib, and we'll do a prime rib, um, with let's like an herb crusted prime rib, and John has done it in the oven, and he smoked it. It just depends mm-hmm. on this year. I think I have a sneaking suspicion he'll smoke it because he's been missing his smoker since it's been in storage for a year. Mm. <laughs> so, um, but we'll probably do a smoked, a smoked prime rib with like an herb crust on it. Oh, that sounds and delicious. Then, um, and then I always do like an au gratin potato, like mm-hmm. we do the, the au gratin potatoes and um, um, cream corn. We usually do kind of like an English style 
like Summit House mm. in Fullerton, if you've ever been. If you ever have the chance, if you're in Orange County, there is a place in Fullerton, right on the Brea-Fullerton border. It literally was like two minutes from where John and I used to live. Um, it's called the Summit House, and it is phenomenal. It's beautiful, mm. first off. Like, they have a I've heard of the Summit House. I've never been. <clears throat> you got to go. It is just gorgeous. Um, and the food is <clears throat> great. The food is really, really great. Um, mm. And so we've been going there for special events since it opened in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, um, they always, they have a very traditional, they have a full menu, but then they're known for their English style prime rib. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. a prime mm-hmm. rib with a, um, cream corn. They do have cream spinach, but I don't like cream spinach. So I never eat that. And then I always ask for, um, a, instead of the cream spinach, I always ask for their au gratin potatoes and, mm-hmm. um, uh, then they do, um, what's it called? Not a, it's a popover, but what do they call it? They're like pudding, something pudding. Anyways, mm-hmm. it's not really pudding mm-hmm. that the Brits, they don't know how to use the words, York, but... the Yorkshire. Pudding? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Cause they serve. Then, so that's basically the same menu they have at Laurie's basically. Yes. Yes. In LA, mm-hmm. um, which is a place in my family. We have spent a lot of time over yeah. my childhood. So yeah, Yorkshire pudding, cream corn, cream yeah. spinach is all pretty much the same. They have mashed potatoes too, as mm-hmm. an option now, which, cause we went for Mother's Day this year and oh, we okay. hadn't been in a really long time. Um, so we went for Mother's Day this year and I actually ended up getting shrimp and salmon. It was like a, because hmm. I didn't really want any prime rib. I wasn't in the mood for prime rib that day. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you just, some days I want beef. Like I want some steak. I want some, you know, and then there's some days right. I just don't. But um, <laughs> my grandmother did because that's like her favorite thing. Like, so we went there because it was like nostalgic for her. That was someone yeah. my grandparents used to go all the time. But yeah, so very similar. Yeah. in Yorkshire pudding. I'm not a huge Yorkshire pudding fan. It's like a roll, but it's not a roll. But it's hollow. It's like bread, but it's like hollow inside. But it has like a different type of texture. I don't know how to explain Yorkshire pudding. You just have to ask the English people because I'm assuming that's who they who they got it from. <laughs> it's like if it's very airy. It's like it's like a crepe and mm-hmm. a roll got together and made a souffle. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect description. So, perfect description. So you know how crepes are kind of like chewy and dense, but thin, but they've got mm-hmm. like body to them. Now right. make that a roll that's hollow, but with a yeah. little bit more. And kind of looks like right? a flower because it has yeah. like this puffy open top kind of thing. And then usually so that's where the souffle over it. Yeah. So you get yeah. like beefy. And then I use, um, um, unholy amounts of, um, um, horseradish because <laughs> I could use them today, man. I'm a little stuffy. I'm like, it will definitely clear you up. Right. It's funny. So what is like the funniest or craziest thing that has happened, uh, to you, um, during the holidays, whether it was church, whether it was home, like what was one of the, like, I think probably the craziest story My so this would have been 20, 2009, I want to say, mm-hmm. It was my first year at Valley where I had, I spent many years in ministry. Love those guys. They're the best. Mm. And, um, Valley has a tradition where, and, and they've, they, we, I think they still do it at Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve. 
they do a Christmas Eve candle lighting service and mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody mm-hmm. gets up from their seats and makes a ring, a circle around the worship center. And mm-hmm. everybody's got these lit candles and we all sing silent night. And then we sing it on repeat and everybody exits the building as we mm-hmm. sing. It's this very kind of old school thing. We did it that way at La Mirada too. Like we've done it a lot of places that way. Well, the first year we did it, you know, everybody's got their little candles for the candle lighting ceremony. And, you know, I'm up front and I am singing acapella silent night just on repeat, just the first verse, because we're going to light, you know, 200 people's candles. So it takes a second. And then we got to walk out with it. So I'm singing it <laughs> off mic, just really loud. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> there is a commotion. There are two separate commotions going on. There is mm-hmm. one on the far end of the church. And then there is one over to my right. And mind you, I have been at this church since... August. I've been full time since November. So I'm like brand spanking new on Christmas Eve. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, this is a new tradition for me. So I'm trying to figure out how to make it work. And I'm like, what's going on? And I real, I don't know quite what's happening on the other side of the building, but over here, a kid goes down, like passes out. What? And so I'm like, what? So we're trying to figure it out. Are the the woman who I took over from, she resigned because she was pregnant and they were re- figuring out she wanted to stay home with her kids. So she still attended at the church. Thankfully, her husband is a firefighter with an EMT training. So, so he <laughs> goes over. And it, it happens to be her nephew is the kid that has passed out. Well, <clears throat> look, we come to find out later. This kid had been sick and was starting to run a fever and then was bundled up because it was cold. And then we were lighting candles and he just got too hot. He got overheated. He was like 11 and he dropped. So he was fine. Everything was good. No problem. And then, but I found out later that the other commotion was because one of our kids, she was elementary at the time and she's now in her early 20s which it's cracks me up to think of this. She had set her hair on fire with the candle. <laughs> no way. Set her hair on fire with the candle. Molly, what? sweet, sweet Molly had set her hair on fire. And so, um, yeah, so that was the, the next year we had a rule that if you were elementary age, you got a flashlight. <laughs> it's candle real flame was for adults only we wanted no more of those so and then there was one year i almost passed out but that was because i was wearing a scar- scarf trying to look cute and i got overheated and I, yeah painful. i can't sing in Fashion. a scarf yeah. <laughs> it's way yeah. too hot how about you that that is definitely crazy like i <laughs> i think that tops anything i can say like <laughs> i mean I'm between saying- work i've had some interesting experiences between work and then church and you know, then the JMS, my group, yeah. we've had some, we've had some experiences, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, what is one of the craziest? I will say this, this is crazy and like frustrating all at the same time. So I was doing a Christmas production for the church and the lead male in the show um, gets pulled out by our pastor for reasons i'm not gonna say but it's like a week before the christmas production oh good time and i now have to take a i don't even have another guy that can do this part 
I was frustrated because the guy who auditioned and had the role did not tell me that our pastor had originally told him that he needed to be sat down for a little while because of the issues that were happening. So I now don't have a guy who can fill in the part because the other guys are in other parts. And because I wrote the show, I now have to make the family a single parent family home instead of a two parent family home and kill the dad off and <laughs> have to incorporate this dead dad <laughs> Christmas. dead dad into the show and still keep the essence of the show. <laughs> like I was so frustrated and oh, yeah. so angry and so like panicked because I literally had like maybe a week, week and a half before the production. Oh gosh. And I'm directing the show and now I've got people in tears during rehearsal because now they have to evoke emotions of having a dead dad. And I really didn't want the mom to be a single parent. I really wanted a two parent home and the powers that be were like, it's still technically a two parent home. You just making them dead. And I'm like, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that happened. That happened for sure. Yeah. I, I don't even remember what year that was. It was like 20. Wait, how old is Andrew? He's 13 now. He was like one. So gosh. about 12 years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that was a hard one because I'm like rewriting pages, getting them new pages. I was just, it was crazy. And then trying to shift my whole entire opening two scenes to fit this mold. We had to rearrange that a little bit. And it was just like, it was a lot. I was really oh, yeah. stressed out. <laughs> That is a lot. That was probably one of the craziest things that's happened. Like I've literally, I mean, at a Christmas show at work, I've had a kid scream out, Miss Joy, I have to go poop in the middle of his lines um, in the middle of the kindergarten scene. So I definitely had had that, but um, <laughs> I feel I like that. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he, and he says it really loud. Miss Joy, I gotta go poop. Like really loud. <laughs> so <laughs> that was fun in the middle of the show. Um, but yeah, having my male lead pulled. Oh yeah. A week That's or so before the show and then having to kill him. It was like, and then people are, this one girl who was doing the scene, like talking about her dad and like why she keeps getting in trouble. Cause she's like grieving over her father and all this. So it's like, she's emitting emotion. Mind you, the dude comes to the show because the whole church is there. So he has to like watch. It was just, it was a lot. You, sir, contract negotiations have failed and you have been killed off the soap opera. Like, yeah. Yeah, it totally felt like a days of our lives on my children type situation because, yeah, like I was like, can he come back as a ghost and do a line off stage, like say it over the mic? So I had another guy, another guy read some of his lines off stage as a them hearing his voice or reading a letter or something. Like it was, it was crazy. Right? <laughs> I don't even remember the name of that show. Like I just, it was a lot. So I, I have to tell you, on speaking of like not ghosts but ghosts, on your recommendation, <laughs> I started watching the show Ghost. Funny, right? It's very funny. John is like, "What are you? What are you watching?" And I'm like, "It's great. Just go." With it's it. so funny. 
funny. Like, it's ridiculous, but extremely funny to me. Mm-hmm. I've had it on in the background while I'm, like, trying to do other stuff. So, I, like, I kind of, like, know the things. But what's great to me is, so, on the show, like, the cast is fantastic. But the neighbors mm-hmm. that they, like, go to battle with in season one <laughs> yes. make my 1980s, 90s heart so happy. Oh, because, yeah. It's um, Larry. It's Larry from Perfect Exchanger. And then the um, the wife is, she has done a bunch of stuff, but she was on Whose Line Is It Anyway? The original one. You're right. She and I was, like, was. I was like, oh, I remember her. She was yeah. great. So great I, show, it's guys. It's very fun to, to watch it's, that It's show. a funny show. It is. It's a great premise, <laughs> though. And it has, like, interesting history. Hamilton nods, too. Oh, that's my favorite part. Like, he's so funny. In the first episode, he's like, Alexander Hamilton. They made a musical about Alexander Hamilton. That guy was a quack. Like it was a whole thing. Like it's funny. If you haven't watched Ghost, it comes on CBS on Thursdays. Not sponsored or Paramount Plus. If you for watching it, yeah, it's it's great. It streams the day after the day. I have to watch last night's episode because I haven't watched it, but it's so funny. And you know what else is funny in a very odd way? Rest in peace, Leslie Jordan. I know this is totally oh. not what we're talking about, but Call Me Cat with Mayim Bialik. Bialik. Oh, yeah. Um, it has Swoosie Kurtz. She plays Mayim's mom, which is so funny because they're completely opposite. She's like, Mayim is like a nerdy, like, cat lady who runs a cat cafe her mom is like this fancy pants mocks her for everything she does your glasses are ugly your dress is ugly like when are you gonna get married when are you gonna have a baby like all these things right and then leslie jordan is like he was like the extreme comedy relief because he's just funny he's just funny anything i've ever seen him in will and grace whatever Mm -hmm. it is he's just funny and then you have kyla pratt who (laughs) As a child actor, she does voiceover for Penny Proud on The Proud Family. Um, she's on there. And then you have the guy who played Hades in the last uh, Descendants movie. Um, he's on there. It's really cool. And they have like a piano bar across the way. And so there is like these friendships and how they build. It's a, it's a funny show. And I, I just love, I love Mayim because I was a huge Blossom fan. Mm, yeah. And so I am, but yeah, rest in peace, Leslie Jordan. That kind of shocked me, but he's on the show. I guess they're finishing out his episodes. I don't know how they're going to write they're him bring, out. I saw this. They, they're bringing in Vicki Lawrence to play his mom. <clears throat> oh, wow. Which I think is hysterical. Because he talks about his mom a lot in yeah. the show and we never see her. Yeah. Which is funny because when he during the pandemic he was a lot of relief for people on his like instagram and tiktok like yeah he he kind of blew up for a generation that didn't know who he was and he would always talk about his mom and you could hear his mom in the background and you never saw her so the fun that's kind of a funny connection um and it, it's just unfortunate because i had just seen him on the on a talk show a clip of a talk show i don't watch the jennifer hudson show but she has a show if you guys know it was a clip somebody posted on facebook and she was interviewing him and he was talking about how his sister had passed and it had almost to a year to the date his mother passed. And it was several months ago. And he said he really believes his mom died of a broken heart because his sister was gone. So it was just him and another sister. He was the only boy. And for him to be gone like six months after his mom passed, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you know? So I know this is Debbie Downer moment. Sorry guys, we totally <laughs> digress. But <laughs> call me cat ghost watch them they're funny 
And I love Leslie Jordan. <laughs> well, I, it'll be interesting to me because actually he, Leslie Jordan and Vicky Lawrence were on a show together for like 2.5 seconds mm-hmm. called The Cool Kids with, um, yeah. yeah. Um, it had, uh, was, oh my God, the guy. Martin Ball and, yeah. Oh, what's they, his they name? They all lived in like a retirement home. Yeah. Which David Allen Greer is, if people don't, people don't realize how funny that he's dude is. Hysterical. Like he's hysterical. Hysterical. He is so funny. I, but I used to watch him on In Living Color back in the day with like the weigh-ins and stuff. Like, so I've watched his career my whole life, basically. But you know, he, he's hilarious. He's hysterical. Cool kids. You can probably find it somewhere. It's funny. It's the four of them. They live in like a retirement home. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> it's all great. the drama that they get into, even as senior citizens and Especially. things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's another I'm, story for another day right? <laughs> before we go david allen greer one of his i think lesser appreciated films and i think it's a lot of people's lesser appreciated films i have a soft spot in my heart for <clears throat> bad movies like movies that just don't do very well but are like stupid movies i get um, it i like cheesy movies <laughs> i love i love um uh, dudley do right brendan fraser dudley do right great yes just a good good. movie solid cast like really good um but in that same vein they did a re like a remake of um oh of course as soon as i go to say the name of it it's gone (laughs) oh crap but it's got tom arnold in it it's got um david ellen greer Mm -hmm. bruce campbell mikhail's navy that's what it is i was like mikhail's navy oh it was a remake of the original show yeah so it's a movie Mm -hmm. remake and Tom Arnold plays Mikhail and um uh the bad guy is the best bad guy maybe to have ever bad guyed um Tim Curry plays the mm. bad guy in it and Tim Curry just, plays a really good bad guy in yeah, different things Yeah French Stewart is in it like it's just really? there's a lot How of I've really seen this? there's a lot of really like guys that were stand up comics in the late and mid 90s Mm-hmm. Uh, who were kind of that like genre of comics, which so, was like, some of the best comedy, honestly. Like that genre mm-hmm. of comedy was like really good. That's <laughs> that's when you know the David Allen Greer's, the Tom Arnold's were really like you know super yeah. popular. And like David Allen Greer, there was a short-lived uh, Netflix show that by Jamie Fox that had such good potential. They just needed some some changes. But David Allen Greer, he made the show. Same oh yeah, thing, um, it was called He's so Dad, funny. Stop Embarrassing Me. Oh. He's the, like, it's on Netflix stuff. The first season was well, only the first and only season, but it's hilarious because I mean, Jamie Foxx is funny, but he wasn't being his normal funny self. He was trying, you could tell he was trying too hard to be something right. which was not working, but David Allen Greer, he killed it. And then there was another one called the Carmichael's, the guy, the main character, Gerard Carmo- Carmichael, who's a stand-up comedian. He was terrible. And um, Lil Rail, who's also a comedian, he was pretty good. Tiffany Haddish is in it. Um, oh. This was pre pre drama. This is before you didn't know who you didn't even know Tiffany Haddish who she was, but right. she's in it. But Loretta Devine and David Allen Greer played his parents, and when I tell you, they were the reason it lasted two seasons. They could have literally done a spinoff on just the parents because they were hysterical, like absolutely. David Allen Greer's comebacks, and you could tell a lot of improv was going on on his end because that was like his specialty, being from In Living Color, which was like 
for those who don't know, it's like the black version of SNL, like back in the day, like yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> it was it was where Fire Marshal Bill came from. That's where Jim Carrey came from. Yep. That's where um, Damon Wayans, Sean Williams, Marlon Wayans, they all came from that because their brother was the creator. Um, oh my gosh, Keenan Wayans. Um, you had um, J-Lo, who was a fly girl. She was a fly girl dancer and choreographer on that show. Yep. Rosie Perez was on that show. Like you had a lot of like heavy hitters that became super popular after, after that. Jim Carrey got his start truly mm-hmm. on In Living Color. Like as soon yeah. as he blew up, then the mask came out and Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Fire Marshal Bill was like one of the greatest characters. But David Allen Greer had some, he was always like, I mean, just on it. So when he did this show, the Carmichael's, I'm telling you, you could tell like that improv stuff was like quick. Like he kept coming with it. And it would be times where you could see Loretta Divine like pause, like, I'm gonna slap you. But she would come back with it too. They were like this Southern couple from South Carolina who had their ideas of what, you know, things should be. Their son was with this girl who was a mixed girl who didn't grow up around a lot of African-Americans or in the South. So she was like trying super hard to be like down and woke or whatever. And the the mother would always like shut her down. Like, baby, you don't know what you're talking about. It is the, it was funny. It's called the Carmichael's. It is on Netflix and you can find it. It's, it's hysterical. It really is. This is totally not about Christmas, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's called We Digress with Joy and Jess for a very important reason. I know. It's just, we totally digress. But we do hope that um, you guys are staying safe out there just in general. As I said earlier, take, you know, drink your water, drink, drink your vitamins, drink your vitamins, take your vitamins, drink them, do all of it. Um, wrap up, cover your throats, do all of that. <laughs> um, but Talk also, joy. Yeah. <laughs> also stay safe in the sense of your, you know, making sure you're locking your cars this holiday. As much as, you know, the fun parts of the holidays, there's some dark parts too. There are people out, you know, car, there's been so many carjackings I've been hearing lately. Um, California, I swear LA has the most like. Y'all been having some car chases out there. Girl, it's been since the pandemic. Like during the pandemic, it was like every Friday, every Friday night, it was like having popcorn. Like, oh, who going to chase today? But this week alone, there's been like two. Like, I'm like, it's not even Friday yet. My mom starts laughing at me because I'm like, it's not even Friday yet. Like, what is with this? I mean, car chases. There was a car chase last week that went for like four hours. The dude stole one car, gets out the passenger side of another car, runs through a house, almost gets shot by the owner of the house because the owner house is like, not today, sir, steals the man's truck. And he keeps going. They finally, by the time I got, it started like in the midday. By the time I got home from work, it was just ending. I got home from work at like seven o'clock that night. Seriously, seriously. And the man, the man who shot at him, his wife or mom was trying to like hold him back. Like, don't get yourself more hurt. Like, the police were on foot and in the car and could not get this dude. I still don't even know what the dude looked like. It was, they finally had him surrender. I think he ran into a gas station and I was just like, this is crazy. But yeah, we have a lot of car chases going on in LA. I don't, I don't understand. And they've been starting from like Orange County, Ventura. They start way out there and then they end out here. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, how much gas are in these cars? Can y'all run out? Like, where's the spike strips? Can y'all just make them stop? Like, what is going on? This is too expensive for y'all to be running around all creation. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So be careful. Lock your doors. 
<laughs> women wear small purses like the ones that go across your body cross you don't bodies, have yeah. big purses wear a crossbody you don't wear a big purse put stuff in your pockets i mean watch your back especially women traveling by themselves there's been so many things that people are happening so unfortunately people don't always believe in the magic of christmas they believe in the greed of christmas and that greed makes them do criminal things and so just be careful out there guys and on that note <laughs> Our very special Christmas episode. Of it's a very interesting Christmas episode. Yeah. Exploding <laughs> turkeys, kids lighting their hair on fire, and um, car chases. Dead characters. And car chases. And dead characters, and, car chases, and, and David, David Allen. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, um, if you've got a crazy story, crazy Christmas story, or other holiday story, Hit us up. Let us know. Absolutely. You can go to joyandjess.com. That's J-O-I-A-N-D-J-E-S-S.com. You can leave us a voice message and be a part of the show. We will play mm-hmm. it uh, on an episode, <laughs> an upcoming episode. We will. Talk about that. Yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. Magic. Um, yeah. You can hit us up on Instagram at we digress with joy underscore Jess. You can send us an email at podcast at joyandjess.com. Lots of ways to get in touch with us. We would love to hear from yes, you. You can comment on our YouTube. And if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Smash where we digress like with <laughs> joy and Jess. I not only smash it. it, share it and tell other people to like it too. We really want to get to a hundred our goal right now is to get to 100 and then we'll increase the goal later. But we want to get to 100 subscribers and uh, we will have more in store for you guys. So be on the lookout. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy. Uh, what Holidays. was that line from the, OC, from the OC? Christmas Hanukkah Quantica? Yes. Yeah. Chris, Happy yes. Christmas Quantica. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll catch you later. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Check us out on the web at joyandjess.com. That's J-O-I-A-N-D-J-E-S-S dot com. We'll see you next week.